0: This is Karen Hunter and welcome to The Hub. Let me just tell a story. When I I used to teach in Harlem uh, high school kids and um, I was teaching them grammar, English, and I I gave them all a a little tiny book that Deepak Chopra wrote about love. And it was a little small book it was pocket-sized, but I thought, you know, while I'm teaching them these lessons about, you know, syntax and subject-verb agreement, that I wanted to also give them something that could help their spirit. And it was something I would give every semester to the new crop of students that would come in. And now this man is, is helping the world kind of deal with all of their issues through a, a spiritual lens. Let me welcome the iconic Deepak Chopra. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Thank you for coming through. Um, first of all, uh, you are uh, in quarantine in California. Just want to know where yes, in the world I'm are in you?
1: In California, yes.
0: Okay, and I'm in what's, California.
1: Your,
0: what's your process in getting in getting through every day? What What do you do every day to to kind of plug in to to your center? To to you know, you're smiling, so something's going on that you're doing right. I just want to know what you're doing.
1: I start my day by quietening my mind in meditation and introducing four intentions joyful, energetic body, loving, compassionate heart, reflective, alert mind, and lightness of being. Uh, that's it. And then the rest of the day, I'm guided by those intentions. So, right now, of course, I have time to do extra yoga and meditation, but also I'm looking at all the literature around COVID 19 and what is causing people to get sick. And one of the things, you know, I'm realizing is there are three pandemics going on. One is the uh, COVID-19 infection, Uh, the second and the morbidity and all the suffering that comes with it. Second is the financial crisis as a result, which is related to that. And third is the stress and panic, which is recycling through social media and through news networks. And the stress actually can't be prevented through physical social distancing because it doesn't respect boundaries, especially virtual boundaries of the Internet. And that stress is causing people to compromise their immune system and aggravate Mm. inflammation in the body and actually make them more susceptible both to the infection and to the damaging effects of the infection. Nobody's talking about it. Uh, Right now, the literature shows that people who get really sick have something called a cytokine storm, an acute inflammatory storm that actually makes them sick and acutely sick. So what I'm suggesting is everybody get good sleep, practice mindfulness and meditation, do some exercise even in the house every day, um, engage socially with those you love and those that love you with your friends and family as much as you can, telling them, that you care about them, which is affection, noticing the gift they bring to your life, which is appreciation, accepting them as they are, and giving them attention, deep listening. We all do this and ask ourselves this one simple question. Why did we take existence for granted? Why do you take existence for granted? The only time people don't take it for granted is when they're facing death, okay? When they get old, they get infirm, infirm or they get cancer, or somebody dies in the family, then they worry about themselves. Right now, everybody is worried about themselves because they took existence for granted. And the only way to get over that is to spiritually become aware of who you truly are. And if you do become aware of who you truly are, you'll realize you have infinite creativity, infinite love, infinite compassion, and solutions to every problem that humans have conceived, because humans have both created the problems. They've conceived the problems and they also have the solutions to the problems.
0: How do you find out? Uh, Cause I've been talking about this for the better part of five years, people finding their self, they are finding what you were put on earth to do. Everybody who was born was born for a reason. I believe that with every fiber of my being, but if you have spent your existence, not ever contemplating that, Deepak Chopra. How how do you get to that place? And this pandemic, with all of the stresses that are attached to it, is is it easier or harder in this time to find out?
1: Right now is the opportunity. It's it's a real waste if we waste this pandemic and don't find the opportunity. We'll have wasted one of the biggest challenges of our time. So right now is the opportunity, I would say to everyone, who is listening or watching take five minutes every day close your eyes watch your breath slow down your mind just by watching your breath you'll slow down your mind ask yourself four questions who am i what do i want what is my purpose and what am i grateful for just ask those four questions don't worry about the answers you will get a response in the form either of a bodily sensation or an image, or a feeling, or a thought, then follow that thought. Okay, those are the four questions. Life has answers to every question. There's no answer without a question, and there's no question without an answer. Those four questions are the most important questions of your existence. Who am I? Am I the changing experience of the body? Am I the changing experience of the mind? Am I the changing experience of the world? Or am I Someone, a spiritual entity, having that experience. Ask yourself, see what your body says, see what your mind says, see what your intellect says, see what your spirit says, It's speaking to you right now. What do I want? What do I really want? Do I just want to pay my bills or do I want to heal the world? The bigger you think, the more support you'll get. If you're only thinking about yourself, you'll only get minor support. If you think about the rest of the world, the whole world will support you. So what do I want? and for whom, what is my purpose? What am I grateful for? When you are grateful, you can't feel upset. When you're grateful for your existence, there's nothing to be upset about. There's so many people who are suffering and more than us, much more than us. So gratitude opens the door to what we call abundance consciousness.
0: I could just listen to you all day. Sina Ghaznavi is here, Sino now is where you could follow him. I know you want to jump in and ask a question or two.
2: Yeah. Hi, Mr. Chopra. It's uh, really a pleasure to talk Hi. with you. I love those questions. I'm a workaholic. I'm probably um, you know, the worst-case example of what you're probably talking about, and I need probably meditation more than most. I'm a, like a six-and-a-half-day-a-week worker. Uh, I guess one of the things that I'm a very sociable person, so much of my work comes from being social with other people, and I've done Zoom calls with people or, or FaceTiming and stuff like that, but there is something missing, that human connection. In your experience, how do you define the energy or the human connection? What is that thing that happens between people when they're in person with each other? And what is missing when we're doing a video conference like this?
1: Well, when you're in the presence of another being and you're totally present to it, then there's an exchange of energy at the level of being, which is not possible through technology at the moment. Okay, but right now we're experiencing each other visually and through sound, that's it. But we're not sensing presence in the form of the full sensory experience that we have when we engage in any, any interaction as a present being. Having said that, this experience through technology will actually enhance your experience of presence after it's over. Mm It will make it even Ah. better, because right now, through technology, you're forced to pay attention, right? We are forced to pay attention. We have a few minutes, so we are with each other, and we are totally engaged and present through technology. And once we get into the habit of doing that, and we do it in real life, we'll be much more intimate.
2: Mm. It's almost like we've been starved for a while and then we're going to go and That's eat right. ourselves together. Yeah. beautiful.
1: Oh, God, that, I can't yeah, wait. Put a little light and then the meal is much more delicious. Mm. <laughs> I,
0: lo- I love that notion of fasting and then appreciating what we've missed. You come from a medical background. Your your dad was a cardiologist. We've had your brother, Sanjivon, uh, on a Wellness Wednesday because he's also a doctor. You're a trained, medically trained doctor. How How do you take the science because we're in a scientific space right now where we have to rely on science to get through this. And how did you get to this metaphysical space from the from your very logical scientific background? Hey this is Karen Hunter. You know I'm trying to lose some pounds. And the way I stay on track is every week at the same time I weigh in. And the WW scales by Conair Bluetooth is one of the best scales on the market formerly Weight Watchers, of course. It measures not just your weight, but also your body fat percentage. This is really important. Hydration levels, muscle and bone mass, It tracks your weight loss in such a holistic manner. And if you're using Weight Watchers, or excuse me, WW, it allows you to easily set goals, track your progress, and earn badges because it's connected to the app. If you're a WW member, the scale will automatically sync your weight data with the WW app. No manual data entry required. If smart devices aren't your thing, you can still use the scale to get your body analysis measurements through the extra large digital display. And since it's a nine-user memory, everybody in your family and some neighbors and relatives can also use it. It's a scale for the whole family. You can go to Amazon.com, search WW Scale, and get your scale today. This is the top-of-the-line WW Scale from Conair. Check it out. Go to Amazon. You know that's my spot too. WW Scale by Conair.
1: Well, science is amazingly effective in understanding facts dealing with them. And right now, with this COVID-19, because of uh, mathematical models that come from science, we are able to actually predict the course of this pandemic and also create timelines and take precautions. If you do it right, science is our ally right now more than anything else. So that's very important, uh, the scientific approach to this acute crisis. But there's a long-term approach, which is Equally important, how do we enhance self-regulation and uh, self-healing, which is also called homeostasis in biology? That's the first lesson you learn when you go to medical school. Homeostasis is self-regulation. The body has feedback loops in order to regulate itself. And left alone, it's doing that all the time. Only 5% of disease-related gene mutations are fully penetrant, which means they guarantee the disease. And for that, we'll have even better science in the coming future, including gene editing and gene splicing and all kinds of amazingly new technologies to actually create intelligent chemicals that simulate the body's response. What I'm talking about though is how do you maximize your ability to stay well so that even if you have the infection, you don't get sick or you don't get that sick or you don't die. And for that, I'm saying only one thing you need to focus on, decreasing inflammation in your body and your mind. So you decrease inflammation in your mind through what we call divine emotions, love, compassion, joy, equanimity, and love in action. And you decrease inflammation in your body by good sleep, mindfulness, maybe yoga, breathing techniques, exercise, a healthy diet, and some connection with nature, if you can have. But right now, you can also listen to music, you can read poetry, you can educate yourself, you can watch shows, you can go to Netflix and, Netflix and watch Candid Camera and get a good laugh. And if you do that, you'll help your immune system. <laughs> All
0: right. So you just gave us a peek into your window. Candid Camera is where he goes to watch something that is fun and I funny. Do, I like, do, I do. And it's
1: a, you know, it's a great thing to be able to laugh. And it also tells you that life is a paradox, that uh, life is contradiction. Life is uh, ambiguity, and it's unpredictable. You can't take it for granted. You should never take it for granted.
0: How did you get here, though, is my question. Like, you know, you're on one path. You're going in this one direction, and and a lot of it might have been, you know, the pressures put on you by your, your dad, maybe to to find in the book that I gave my students was seven secrets, seven laws, seven uh, se- spiritual, spiritual laws. laws. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because I wanted to foundationally prepare them and that the laws to success had everything to do with them, their spirit. How does one go there?
1: Well, you know, it's a, it's a complex thing. I got here because of my background in medicine. I wanted to heal people and help people. It doesn't matter if it's through pharmaceuticals or other ways and a combination of ways. So that's how I got here. But I think anybody can get there if they take time to ask the questions I was telling you about. Also, by the way, before I go to sleep at night, I ask myself a lot of questions. And then when I wake up in the morning, I don't get out of bed till I get a download of the answers to the questions I asked the night before. And that's how I write my books. What did you ask yourself
0: last night before you went to bed?
1: What am I going to talk about uh, with Professor Hunter? (laughs) I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) I know that 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 wasn't one of the questions that you asked yourself. No. Last night
1: night I asked myself, are we really multidimensional beings? Do we live in space-time, in the theater of space-time and causality, or are we uh, actually uh, performing a show here? And this morning, I had a download, and it's on Facebook Live. Is that is that just a once-a-week thing or a nightly
2: kind of question Every day,
1: every day, every night. I do a download oh every day, and my download is available to the world on Facebook Live. Um, some people think um, they call me a pseudo-profound bullshitter, and <laughs> others call me a scientist. And some people think, "Oh, it's very profound." Anyway, and some find it useful, so it's good. Whatever it is,
0: do you believe in time travel?
1: Uh, yes, I think your present choices determine both your future and your past, and uh, the you know we are right now identifying only with a particular timeline in our consciousness, uh, but there are many timelines that exist simultaneously. And we can travel in all those different timelines as well.
0: Can we change right, something?
1: Different space-time experiences. I,
0: I would like to go back to October 2016. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on.
1: Uh, <laughs> 22nd. If you go back to 22nd, that's more significant.
0: Mm, oh. Why?
1: It's my birthday.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Oh, happy, happy so, uh, early birthday and belated birthday and future birthday.
1: No, <laughs> it's just uh, you know, significance is very personal.
0: Yes. Well, uh, October 2016 is very personal, I think, for all of us. But anyway, I'm going to move yeah. on because I don't want to get political with you, Deepak Chopra. Even though I think you will go there with me. I see him. I, I see him. Cena, <laughs> what you got?
2: Well, uh, Mr. Chopra, I guess just just to think about this. And you kind of referenced this earlier uh, to, to Professor Hunter's kind of question of like, how do you make that transition? Uh, you know, not to be selfish here, but I, I mean, I work six and a half days out of the week. What is the first step I should be doing? And there's a lot of people that are like me that are millennials that are in their 30s that look so, like are uh, First of all,
0: he's lying about being a millennial, Deepak Chopra. First of all, he's lying <laughs> okay, so to you, you already. Know,
1: ask yourself this one question. One okay. question. On my deathbed, will I proudly declare that I work six and a half days a week? Will that be my legacy? Just ask yourself that and then see what comes up. I think I'm going to cry. Okay.
0: I think he might, though. <laughs> like his last breath. I work six
2: and a half hours. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, thank uh, you, yeah. I know, I agree. I think there's got to be just an initial step of what, what is the long-term play for, so I appreciate that. You
1: know, if you are healthy, if you define success as the progressive realization of worthy goals, the ability to love and have compassion, uh, the capacity for health and well-being, emotional, physical, and spiritual, then you will access spontaneously intuition, creativity, and vision you will do less and you will accomplish much more. Mm. That's all mm. you start.
2: Take care so of yourself. You, thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: you, you had a film, you produced a film, the mindfulness movement, right? Uh, that came yeah. out, uh, April 10th. Tell yeah. us about the genesis of that.
1: Well, uh, you know, I met Jewel, uh, in a green room a while back, uh, at some conference and, uh, and we also met one of the producers, uh, Rob um, Beamer, who's an award-winning filmmaker. And the idea came up that if we did a film on the history of the mindfulness movement, the history of meditation, uh, we chose examples of people who had recovered from addiction or chronic illness or other forms of mental anguish. And we also got the experts and scientists to tell us what the scientific basis of this was, that would help a lot of people, and we did, had no idea this pandemic was coming. But right now, I think people could use any resource, including what's in the film. It gives examples of how people have recovered from trauma and also all the science behind it.
0: What do you say to people? I was raised to believe that meditation and things like that were of the devil. Right. Spiritually, that they were not in line with the Bible that I was raised with. What do you say to people for whom that that's their notion?
1: Well, I mean, I read the Bible too. be still and I know that I am God. I am that you are that Uh, I am that I am. Actually, there's no contradiction. uh, But prayer is a form of speaking to God and meditation is a form of listening to God. And in any communication, you need both, right? We are both listening and speaking to each other. So if you want to speak to God, uh, you should pray, And, you know, your religion tells you all the right things, uh, how to do it. But once in a while, quieten your ego mind and listen too. So they go together.
0: What is God to Deepak Chopra?
1: God is the only reality. Everything is an experience which is possible because there's a consciousness that is connected to our consciousness, just like the ocean and the drop of water in the ocean are manifestations of the same reality, your soul, your spirit, and and that which we call God, the source of all experience in all beings, not only human, but every conscious being, the source of experience is an ultimate consciousness that transcends space and time. It's the immeasurable potential of all that was all that is and all that will be. God is not a dead white male in the sky.
0: You better tell them that, again. Say that one more that, time, that's,
1: please. That's, for the people in the back. God is not a dead white male in the sky. That's colonial propaganda.
0: You better tell that truth. Deepak Chopra on these airwaves. <laughs> Shh. All right, and finally, um, your, your go-to coronavirus snack. What does Deepak Chopra eat for fun?
1: For fun, I have for fun. caramel chocolate ice cream. Oh. Any,
0: any particular brand?
1: I don't know. I have to check whatever my wife brings home.
0: <laughs> okay. That's, that's your, that's your guilty pleasure. Cause I know you don't in, indulge all the time, but that's the one. No, no.
1: Once in a while. Yeah.
0: Once in a while. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, um, I know you're constantly writing and you're doing these Facebook, um, downloads, you're calling them every day that people can check you out mm-hmm. on, on your uh, Facebook page. Are you working on another book as well?
1: Yeah, actually yeah, I have a great with me. It, you know, this was my last book, Made Human. Yep. Uh, This is um, the notes on the new book. It's called Total Meditation: How to Live the Awakened Life. It'll be out later this year.
2: Okay. What is what is your writing? Oh, sorry. No, uh, no. Go ahead. What's your what's your writing process? How do you sit down to write, and then is it actually? I actually
1: I actually uh, speak out my download on voice note, and then it's transcribed, and then I edit it, and it um, becomes a book.
0: That's effective? Because I. I, I yeah. What program are you using? Because I, I haven't. Maybe I <laughs> don't speak clearly is right enough.
1: Here. You know, it's just the voice notes <laughs> and the phone. That's all there is. There's no profound program.
0: What? I, I might have to revive my whole publishing life. I didn't know that this yeah. was a possibility. Because when I started back in the 80s, oh, I shouldn't be doubting my 90s, maybe, maybe before Cena was born you know, we had typewriters and things, you know, and and the notion of speaking into something and transcribing, man, I used to pay so much for transcribers back then. I would record and then pay somebody to transcribe it, but now you're well, telling I me... There are
1: machines that do that for you now.
0: Look at that. Deepak yeah. Chopra is more technologically sound than I am, and I feel bad about myself, um, which I, I probably, I'm going to need to read one of his books to get over that. But anyway, uh, I digress. Let me, let me just tell you um, how much you have given to so many, which I, I'm sure you know already, but uh, in many ways, my, my progression spiritually um, happened primarily because of you and your work, and you led me down rabbit holes that then led me to other things that then opened my mind and my my world to the possibilities, and I want to just thank you for that publicly.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: You. All right. Thank you for being here, too, for coming. Yeah, thank, thank you. It so was
1: fun. So we'll yes. do it again sometime. Take yes, sir. Access.
0: Yes, Deepak Chopra, y'all.